Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the So She Slay Show. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey. And today we have a very special guest who has not only been on our platform, on our social media platforms, you should say, and our blog, but she is here again for the third time <laughs> with So She Slays to talk about her amazing book, This Is Your Brain on Food. Please welcome Dr. Uma Nadu. Hey, thank you so much, Heather and Chauncey. It's so, always so awesome to talk to the So She Slays ladies. I love it. Yay. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much again for hanging out with us for like the third time and so many more times to come. I hope so. <laughs> I hope there are many more opportunities. I always enjoy it. So tell us more about yourself, who you are, because I, first of all, I love hearing about you because like I'm a fan. So please tell our audience more about you, please. Thanks so much, Johnson and Heather. So I am, I'm Dr. Uma Naidu. I'm actually a nutritional psychiatrist. I work out of Boston where I was able to found and direct a clinic in nutritional psychiatry at Mass General Hospital where I'm on the faculty at Harvard Medical School. But I came to this work in a very interesting way. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm a trained chef, I'm a physician, and I studied nutrition. And these areas that I really followed because I loved them and I love food and sort of followed my passion for different things came together in a really cool way. Um, I wish I could say it was planned. It wasn't. Uh, when I was five, I wanted to be an astronaut. And um, that was my little, I don't know, fantasy. But I was also surrounded by a very large Indian family, who many of whom were physicians, and some of them were Ayurvedic physicians. So a lot of health and food and love in the family and nurturance and grew up around that. Um, so I think that definitely influenced me. And when I went into mental health and I was studying, um, the medications, I realized that they had to be more to the, the tools in our toolkit around mental health care because there were so many devastating side effects. And while medications are necessary and life-saving, um, I think that people need more options. And food and nutrition are an easy way to adapt with lifestyle measures are an easy way. So I really started to think about it more deeply, do some research, and explore ways to talk to those, um, those areas uh, with my patients. And that's really how the idea and my interest grew over time. That's great. I love that. I love that so much. I know, right? I feel like, I mean, your book references you as a triple threat when it comes yes. to this kind of stuff. And I mean, Chauncey and I talk about it all the time, and we would have never, ever put, you know, food, mental health, and all of that together. Like, and I don't yeah. think a lot of other people would either. I don't think people put the correlation together. So can you help us put that correlation together? Yes. Um Please. Yeah, I'm happy to. I'm happy to. You and you're absolutely right. We're very used to talking to our doctors, or our nurses, or our prescribers about a family history of diabetes, losing a few pounds, um, how to eat better to lower cholesterol. But no one is actually talking about the brain um, or how emotional health is affected. Yes. Yet the brain is one of the most important, if not the most. I'm a little biased. The most important <laughs> organ in the body because it runs everything, right? It it actually yes. coordinates everything else and Many people might say, oh, I feel like this when I eat something, but, but the connection really 
has not been fully fleshed out until research around the gut-brain connection came about. And now more and more, it's really pointing to the fact that how we eat is impacting our emotional health because of this gut-brain connection. Because although the gut and the brain are far apart in the body, they come from the same cells in the embryo when we're developing. And so they, they separate out and they grow to different parts and areas of the body, but they originate from the same cells. And then there's the 10th cranial nerve, the vagus nerve, which connects those two parts of the body throughout our lives. And I like to call it this two-way superhighway <laughs> because it's bi-directional flow of messages that are happening. And when you think about it that way, our food that is being digested is going to then create some messages that get transmitted. And so that's a, that, that is a super simple way of talking about it, but it get, grasps the concept that I want to share with people that there's many more chemical details and neurotransmitter details and the gut lining and all of that, but that's all in the book and it's, you know, laid out in a way that you can follow. But the other important thing is the, the, to understand about the gut-brain connection is that, you know, we call serotonin the happiness hormone and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors like Prozac work, you know, through those receptors, but 90% or more of those receptors are right in the gut. So when people put those few facts together, they realize, gee, there must be a way that what I'm eating impacts my emotional health. And I think that's important for people to grasp because then they realize that in any, at any time that they're eating something, it can affect you in a good way or not a good way. And so it becomes an important part of the dialogue for emotional health. <laughs> I mean, have you noticed yourself, like, have you took a step back and were just kind of like, okay, this is how I feel when I eat this. Or maybe if mm -hmm. I, you know, don't eat this, I get more, I mean, like, what are your experiences? Absolutely. And some of it came when I was in treatment um, because I had always noticed, you know, my emotional sort of maybe, maybe being a psychiatrist, I paid attention to it. I'd noticed how I felt if I ate something that was not so healthy versus times when, you know, my eating was cleaner and just, you know, more leafy greens and all the stuff that I would prefer to be eating. Um, and it really was brought home for me uh, my first day of chemotherapy, which was that I um, really had been uh, had discovered a, a lump and had um, gotten diagnosed and, and started treatment in such a short time that it was almost as though my emotions hadn't caught up with my physical body. So in the morning of my treatment, I realized that I was unusually anxious. You know, I, I, I'm, I fortunately don't struggle with anxiety usually. And I just, I, I was, I could, I couldn't sleep. It, it was, I could feel it. And what brought it home for me was in that moment, I realized, you know, this is something I talk to people about all the time. And it's so different to be in, in the patient role. So, um, what can I do? You know, I brought it back to myself in that moment uh, and realized that the one thing I could control was my food. I couldn't control what was scaring me and making me anxious was the medications I was going to face that day. Yes. All the needles and all the medications. And um, because I knew the side effects and I knew them very well. So I was worried about that and realized the way I could take my power back um, was that I could manage how I was feeling through how I was eating. So right then, then I, you know, I started back with my, you know, turmeric tea and my taking my smoothie and eating in a way to start quelling my anxiety. And 
to the extent that, um, you know, Heather and Chauncey, when I went in weekly for my treatments, my, my, my doctors and nurses would ask, well, what did you bring to eat today? And, you know, because they would do this checklist of symptoms and yeah. I, was, I had very few side effects. Um, so it really, it taught me that I could, um, it wasn't a lesson I would wish upon anyone, but that was the lesson I was given. And I, I chose to take from it that I could control my emotional well-being through how I was eating, especially at that time. I really upped my game, especially then. <laughs> yeah, you upped your game. And like, let's just, everyone knows that you are a cancer survivor and that is a, a blessing. And for you to fix your own mental health with what you're eating being prepared with such a you know a treatment that you weren't expecting to have yeah. is something that we all should be proud of because like you don't know how food affects you like certain foods really do change your life in a good way like if you yeah. have you know anxiety like you're saying like you woke up that morning woke up that morning not knowing what was going to happen next in your life and if you can have the power of control over food to make sure you have some kind of control over your body that's amazing. Well, did you Thank also you. take like her tip too, Chauncey, about like sleeping? Um, yes. <laughs> that? Okay. So I talked to her, our wonderful doctor, um, a few, I think it was a few weeks ago, um, back in like October. And I have really bad insomnia. Heather knows this. I think everyone in my family knows this. I have the anxiety insomnia that can just go crazy. And I, well, you know, of course, you know, take melatonin or take, you know, any type of melatonin pills to make you go to sleep or I'll have, you know, of course, like everyone says, you know, a nightcap, what the adults call it, but it's a glass <laughs> of wine. Adults call it a nightcap. I call it my glass of wine while watching Golden Girls <laughs> right, on Hallmark. Of course. <laughs> That's what I like to do around eight o'clock, nine o'clock. But then like talking to you, you're like, no, like try the cherry tart little drink. And I was like, Ooh, I love tart. Like I love tart. tart. Everyone knows that. But cherry tart. I was like, Oh my God, no. But I was like, you know, let me try it. I gotta try something else in melatonin in my little wine. Okay. So like, I asked my dad, I was like, my dad loves sprouts. He's a big sprouts advocate. Okay. So I was like, dad, when you go to sprouts, can you um, get me some cherry tart juice? And Sprouts, by the way, Sprouts is like the Whole Foods. It's like a smaller version of like yeah. Whole Foods in the Bay Area, in California, in the oh, Bay Area. Okay. And then he got me a little, little, like a little mini cherry tart little bottle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's, it didn't smell so pleasing at first. I was like, oh, because yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Don't smell it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. So I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then so <laughs> I took like a shot of it. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like okay it's tart but it's not as bad as i thought it would be but it yeah, was tart yeah. but, not as but the good thing is not a, there wasn't added sugar in it which is good yeah that's so good. Yeah. that was you know that's the healthy version because i love that's a healthy version <laughs> i love sugar so i took a sip of it and then i was like okay and i was like this doesn't taste that bad i took it like a shot i was fine and then literally a couple hours later i went to sleep i did not mm-hmm. wake up in the middle of the night like i always do I was able to sleep, t- tell my alarm. It. it wasn't me like waking up like, oh my God, it's a, it's a 6.30. I have to get ready for work. It was just like a nice, easy sleep. I had very I peaceful it. dreams. And I tried it again. I ran out, by the way, but I tried it again. And it's been like amazingly great. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that because, you know, firstly, people always ask, where do you get it? How can you get it? Right? Because tatches are, are actually a thing. They're actually a fruit. 
Yeah. It's not just you, you can't replace it with regular cherries, but um, the, but but the other thing is that it's also what you just said, Chauncey, that food is powerful and that, you know, we can sometimes be a little afraid, well, how, how could I react to it? But it's if you take a little bit, you've tried it, you're not allergic to it, it now actually helped you. That's yeah. where food really gives us these options, right? Because unless you have an allergy or an intolerance, this is within our reach, unlike the power over us, and I've been a patient um, of that prescription pad. You know, I'm not, yeah. of course, you know that prescriptions are necessary and all of that, but it's a choice that we can make, you know, and, and yes. I think that that's what I love about that, uh, hearing yes. that too. Because like having with, I have fibromyalgia and that's like, you know, mm -hmm. your body hurts a lot. Yeah. And then, and I also have anxiety. So, you know, insomnia goes in with all that great stuff. Yeah. And I realized like, not only just like, you know, hearing from my doctors over the years, like, you need to take this medicine for this part, but also, like, you know, my dad telling me, and, you know, reading your book, food has really helped heal me better, like, it has healed mm. my body, like, I know when I'm eating bad, like, for instance, I love sugar, Heather knows this, I, I'm a dessert, I love a dessert. It's, well, and it's even worse, because it's the holiday. The holiday, yes, I was about to say <laughs> yes. that, so, like, I know on the holiday season, I'm going to eat a bunch of dessert, and I'm so excited for next week, <laughs> in the next couple <laughs> weeks, and then my <laughs> birthday's in January, so I'm super excited, it's like, <laughs> dessert 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 and like from I november <laughs> yeah, really it's really a bad time for our family from november to end of january it's birthdays holidays so yeah. i know i eat a lot of sugar and like i know when i eat too much sugar my body gives out i feel very inflamed and very like inflammation i feel very like yeah. foggy and i yeah. feel very like you know irritable <laughs> i'll say yeah. irritable yeah. and so yeah. with, with, with the holiday yeah with so with the holidays coming up how can myself and other people mm -hmm. get ready for like the how you know what should we do to make sure our Absolutely. mental health is good especially our right. holidays this year like having our discussing it's a little different than yeah. the previous holidays so i think that's a great question and i think it's especially important to be asking that now because i would much rather us go in with our eyes open to the holiday season like you're talking about than be regretful and upset in january let's just embrace it you know let's just find a way to help it um, to help ourselves through this and to figure out what we can do i'm a big believer that for the things that may be you know there are a few things we should know in a 24-hour period our gut bacteria change and they respond to the foods that we eat. So you don't feel it immediately, but those changes start to happen in a good way or a not good way immediately. And you start, when you talk about feeling inflamed and that feeling, it's actually real because what's starting to happen is over time, if you have a somewhat indulgent holiday, birthday season, you know, there's yes. likely going to be that added sugar. My feeling about it is why not we also think about ways to offset that eating, right? And what I mean by this is, can you be including in your everyday the prebiotic foods, the probiotic foods, some fermented foods, right? Because there's several meals in a day and you're going to be having whatever you're having over the holidays. But can you think about a healthy breakfast? Can you have a, a good salad, some lots, you know, some good vegetables, um, fruit as part of that day? So instead of us thinking about this all and none kind of way that we can sometimes you know, envision things. Why not mix it up? 
Why not say, okay, I'm, I'm going to indulge as you described, uh, Chauncey, but these are the good things I'm going to do for myself. I'm going to keep well hydrated. You know, I'm going to maybe every other uh, cocktail or glass of wine, I'm going to have a glass of water because that's going to hydrate me. Um, by the way, that'll help, you know, reduce my anxiety because when we dehydrated, we can feel more anxious and more stressed. So a good sure. tip to know over the holidays. Um, you know, if you're having a cocktail, have the, the, the one that you like, but then maybe switch it out with a cleaner cocktail because the simple syrup is sugar. You know, the added liqueurs are just, are not helping us. So have it, have the one you like, but then the next time switch it out to, you know, a cleaner cocktail or a glass of wine or something that way. I think that where it does affect sleep, you know, maybe early in the day, or at least know that your sleep could be a little disrupted and plan for that. Um, those are, those are some of the ways to think about it. And remember that there are foods like fiber. And I know people think when they, they hear the word fiber, they think of, you know, I think of my, my late grandmother and what, you know, what she would be having. Exactly. Here's the thing, ladies. Everyone in, our, in the U.S. thinks we're deficient in protein, but we're actually not eating enough fiber. And we, all we have to do is eat our vegetables, our fruit. I'm not asking you to drink the Metamucil. You know, vegetables, fruit, beans, nuts, seeds, legumes, healthy whole grains. Just add those in, you know. And you'll be fine. So, okay. so exactly, just add those in, you know. Put it in a smoothie, put it in a salad, add it to a soup. Just have those because those are actually, that's a great way entering the holidays to just nurture your gut. And that's, that's what's really starting to feel inflamed when your body starts to feel inflamed. It's that dysbiosis in your gut. So I would say every single day, okay, just build in some healthy habits and just make that be part of the plan instead of the, you know, I, I don't like people to have to regret and not feel good about this. Just, just go in with a plan, um, like, like these ideas, think about your color of the rainbow, you know, think about fiber rich foods, um, not the Metamucil, you know, think, <laughs> think about the, the prebiotic foods, the Allium family, think about fermented foods that you're adding in, you know, I have a recipe for um, miso uh, sweet potatoes mm -hmm. and sweet potatoes are, you know, part of our Thanksgiving, but why not add miso, which is a fermented food. You can even, yeah. so you can break it down in terms of meals, in terms of ingredients. And you can also think, well, how about I switch out a little bit of what my usual sides are with the same sides, but think about healthy twists. Adding miso adds a fermented food to a sweet potato. And oh, what happens oh. is it crusts up really deliciously. It's, it's an unusual recipe, but super, super delicious. And I'm not saying it's going to replace someone's sweet potato side dish, but it's one way of just thinking, thinking about this differently and sort of planning ahead. I love yeah. that. It's like healthy alternatives to what you really can always have. But instead of cutting out, you know, your favorite cocktail or your favorite like side dish or, you know, mashed potatoes or like, you know, there's other things you can add to the ingredients yeah. to make it yeah. more healthier. Absolutely. And with mashed potatoes, Ooh, um, research favorite. has shown, yeah, research has shown that when you cook the potatoes, allow them to cool, there's a way in which the formation of the starch is actually good and it becomes Ooh. a more resistant starch. So there's a tip. <gasps> right there, you know, um, just, just the way that it's prepared, 
right? And allowing them to cool and then reusing them. So, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, leftover mashed potatoes is a good idea. So, so just think about those ways that we can, um, we can sort of up our food game, right? I, I would much rather people go on, go on with, with their eyes open and say, hey, I'm having my favorite cocktail, but then guess what? I'm going to have white wine after that. And I'm going to switch it out with a nice glass of water, you know, but I'm not going to have to give it up. Um, but I'm also building in every day some really, and all of the foods I mentioned, reduce your stress, right? Because yeah, they're bringing that. back the healthy fiber. They're bringing back polyphenols, antioxidants, all these things that your gut needs and also that your brain need. Um, so, you know, it's, it's um, uh, you know, all, all of that is good. And then cutting back on switching out the cocktail, right? Even that just cutting back on those added sugars is helping you as well. Mm -hmm.